and we are going live and we are live yo 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 tell me what you know welcome to the sunshine show Woo! <laughs> you guys i have the most amazing guests for you tonight this morning this afternoon wherever in the world you may roam i have the one and only the most phenomenal the most fabulous the most bowie of them all i have Blaine Dillinger of Hyrie of Dillinger's Hired Guns and so many other talented projects that we'll talk about tonight. Blaine, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? Love it. You know, I am recovering from a little bit of like a head and chest cold, but I'm showing up for my people because, you know, I got this and I could not miss this interview with you because I know we have so much to catch up on from last time. It's been about a year since the last time we've chatted. Has it? Has it been a whole year? It has been a whole year. And I know you've been on so many tours. You have put out so many projects. You've been busting ass on Patreon and so many other platforms um your coffee with blaine is going strong um so stoked for you oh thank you thank you you know one thing i notice is is you have more energy when you're sick than most people have on their best day and it's amazing oh thank you you're very kind i do appreciate that um dude what have you been up to today you look like you've been really busy working on music Let's see. What have I done today? Um, today, actually, I started out with a live stream. Um, I, so what I've been uh, liking a lot lately is I've been meeting with bands that I've never talked to, that I've never really interacted with, that I have no idea what music they play, and having them come on the, the uh, Coffee with Blaine live stream. So uh, uh, I was chatting... Uh, very briefly on IG with a couple days ago uh, with this uh, kid named Dale, who has a band on the East Coast called Dale and the Z-Dub. Super high energy, super fun. And I, I was just like, hey, man, you if you want, you can come on. You can talk about the new single that they just dropped with uh, um, Bumpin' Uglies and, and like whatever you want. And he's like, oh, man, you know, how do we prep? How do we do all this stuff? And I'm like, you just come on and I tell people I don't know who you are and then we ask a bunch of questions and it, it was super fun uh, I've been kind of loving that format lately nice oh my goodness I actually had the pleasure of hanging out with you on coffee with Blaine and that was probably about a year and maybe some change ago um and it was just so nice and you made me some really good veggie burgers and one to take on the road and you were just so humble and kind and we have just been friends ever since and thank you so much for inviting me on your show as well oh yeah yeah the pleasure is all mine you uh you elevated my show by a, a, at least a hundred percent uh that day it was awesome. that was a super high energy show i have to say it was super high energy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's check out the chat. We have Lindsay in the chat, which is really weird because Lindsay's supposed to be co-hosting tonight. So uh, how's that weird. working out for you, Lindsay? <laughs> that's weird. We have Don McDaniel. What's up, Don? We love you. We got Mama Cantu in the house. Hi, Mama. We got Megan Richardson. What's up, girl? We got Brandon Sweeney. Yo, yo, yo. Um, Megan says, I should be rehearsing, but this is more fun. Megan, I love you so much. You are beautiful and you have the most amazing voice. Um, are you working with Megan yet, Blaine? Uh, I, I've had the pleasure to indirectly work with Megan, actually. 
Um, so uh, we have a mutual artist friend, uh, Weege, uh, Luigi. And, I love Weege. Right? And so we, uh, we um, uh, both worked with him on his, his latest album, which he's been dropping a song at a time. The first single just released uh, like a week ago. And uh, she's doing uh, backup, backup vocals, harmonies, and I'm playing um, guitar. And I think on this track, I was playing Ook as well. Oh, how fun. So Lindsay says she's setting up assholes. Well, that's a really nice way to start this. Um, so Lindsay says she's setting up assholes. Sorry, oh, I tried okay. to I tried to jump in the uh, to watch the thing. Get in that uh, chat. Get in that chat. On the comments here, but like it, it's now it then it plays through the, the thing. I yeah, think. there's like a twenty second delay from us and Facebook, so all good. So what? Um, so you've been working on music all day today. You've been dropping singles. You've been on the road. You've been fucking fucking shit up. I, I like to fuck shit up. I know, dude. I love that you love to fuck shit up because I love to fuck shit up too. So, hello. Perfect. It's perfect. Uh, tell me a little bit about tour. What was your favorite place that you played at while you were on and that massive tour bus you guys have? What? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about tour. So we were uh, at uh, we spent most of last year, good, the back half of last year, touring uh, with uh, the Dirty Heads and Sublime with Rome, uh, two very amazing bands. And then that tour kind of crash landed into a Bahama cruise with Michael Franti, which kind of crash landed into a, uh, a slightly stupid closer to the sun last year. So it was just this barrage. I think we originally went out sometime in july and by by the time i had any real significant time at home it was almost christmas <laughs> so wow. it, was, uh, it was a lot of fun a lot of high energy um a lot of a lot of just um amazing people i met a lot of amazing people even though there were a lot of restrictions restrictions going on on the tour and, and things like that i was still able to have a lot of really meaningful interactions and and just the to be able to play play music with my friends every night was uh felt so good to be doing that again hell yeah did you get to spend much time with eric wilson i, I had some key moments with eric wilson and uh none of them i can i can share on the <laughs> <laughs> oh my god have you been able to check out his new project spray allen spray allen yes uh actually um uh we actually just got back from the recording studio that they recorded their this last spray allen um record and where eric got married uh we were just there as sonic ranch in in el paso texas uh which was really cool but yeah that's, that's super really fun i saw them we were doing a oh man what was it a vegas show uh, this one, I think I can tell. Uh, we were doing a Vegas show, and it was us and uh, Sublime with Rome at the Mandalay Bay. And uh, uh, the guys in Spray Island were there as well. And so they decided to just rent a suite, a hotel suite. And then they then they, they lugged all an entire uh, uh, band's worth of gear up into the hotel suite. And just decided to do an impromptu house party show in the hotel. And I was super lucky enough to be there. 
Um, and it was, it was so, it so took me back, like way back. And it was just this epic thing. And then me and a couple other buddies, I think it was Andy and somebody else, decided to walk back down like, oh, we, we should probably uh, mosey on down to the bar or whatever. And as we're walking down the hallway, as soon as we step out the door, it's a super long, like shining level hallway. And the elevator door just opens and I just see this stream of, uh sheriffs walking this way as we're walking <laughs> this way and uh i can't remember who one of a one of the people in our group just continually every asked every sheriff for a, a bottle opener for our wine that we were carrying with us but uh yeah, yeah that the the show didn't last too much longer <laughs> how long did it last but how long did it actually i want to say they got about 15 minutes maybe 20 minutes total of a set before the the complaints rang in and then the officers came up hey that's some rock star shit right there real rock star um hell yeah dude i wish i could have been in that hotel room like that sounds like such a good time <laughs> that that was that was super fun but that was my my first time seeing spray allen very cool i'm gonna let my dog out really quick but i'm still here everybody um nope he went back and the pig came out okay it's always fun times here i tell you um hopefully the pig doesn't mess with my light we're all good all right oh okay um awesome so vegas what other good stories do you have from vegas that must be the most tame one that you have do you have anything else um more that, juicy you can share with us i mean uh that was the that was the last thing i really remember in vegas I think we made it down to the lobby and then it was all super fuzzy. <gasps> Love it. Uh, let's see. Let's see these comments, everybody. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We got Wiz Fire in the house. What's up, Wiz? We got Scotty. What's up, Scotty? Uh, we have Megan wants to know what you're sipping on. Oh, this is very cheap wine. That's that's what I'm sipping on. I, uh, I need a glass. It's been a long day. I've, I've literally been on either meetings lessons or 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 some sort of interview uh all day today it's been crazy it's just one right after the other right after the other and uh well, i'm i am having a glass of wine and unwinding with my friend sunshine uh to to gap it all off so i'm i'm freaking stoked well that's what i love about you blaine you are a hard-working man and you inspire and motivate so many people because how do you even do all the things you do i mean do you even sleep at night maybe you plug yourself in we will find out tonight all the juicy details uh we got tammy gutierrez in the house what's up tammy we got brandon sweeney we got juan manuel carrasco what's up juan we got roxanne in the house what's up roxanne and we got paul we got jeremy oh my goodness the whole family is here carlos from portugal he says it is 2 a.m over there in portugal. 2 a.m in portugal that's awesome cincinnati ohio i think i saw that what's up jeremy uh heck yeah love jeremy what's up samantha marie Heck yeah. That's got tadpole in the house. So let's let's talk about you. That's Wait, why what? we're this is this is the That's why the, we're here. The Blaine interview, it's, not no, the Sunshine it's, it's interview. The Sunshine show. Oh okay. I wanna know I wanna know you uh you have been ex extremely prolific these past month or so, uh with the interviews and artists and, and uh it it almost feels like you uh 
you you went into a cocoon as a butterfly already and then emerged as a a exceptionally uh ultra mega uh pokemon leveling up butterfly and i, I, I want to really know love pokemon nice I, and i want to know like uh what uh how that's been going and and what what was what was the sudden cause of of motivation to really to to bring out all of this life and all this energy and and uh because it's awesome and and i want to be able to replicate that well blaine i'm so glad you asked me this question this is such a great question um i have to say that i went through a huge downtime and i just had to take a whole year off to like get myself back into the right mindset. And I said, damn it, sunshine, get your shit together and fucking start doing something again. My God, I was just like depressed and not wanting to do anything. And, you know, and then, yeah. And then, you know, I got my teeth fixed. You know, I broke my two front teeth. It was a whole situation of like not having teeth. That is a whole it's a whole situation, dude. Like it really fucks with your self-esteem. Oh, so, I can only imagine. That's that's gotta be I, I I would I would shy away too. Uh honestly, if I if I had something like just I mean, when it when it like did it hurt to even like eat? Could you eat or did you have oh, to like Yeah, I was good because I always had like the temporaries. Um, but you know, eventually I had to get the implants, so now I got my implants and oh my god, look who we have. We have the beautiful Miss Lindsay here with us. Um, my lovely co-host who is almost 20 minutes late. Do you want to explain to us, darling, why you're so late to the party? We can't That's, that's a good explanation. I like that. I I like that a lot. That's that was probably the most profound thing I've ever heard. And you guys missed it all. But yeah, so I'm going to wrap up that really quick and just say that, you know, it's okay to get down and to have like things that happen and to like get into depression, but it's really important to be able to like crawl out of that and be able to see the sunshine again and the light and, and be grateful for the little things and be grateful that, that we're breathing and, you know, we're healthy and all those like small things that we might take for um, granted. So yeah, thank you for recognizing that. And I sure have been kicking ass, haven't I, Blaine? You have been kicking ass. I mean, honestly, like it's it's inspirational because like I, I feel like I was going through a similar thing, especially with the live streams. I was feeling like I was almost a because I, I did it originally just because I wanted to hang out with people because we were in the quarantine and stuff. And then uh, when it became a thing, it, it became fun and, and 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 super fun and i could do all these wacky things and then but then at a point i almost felt like i was i was i was doing it more because i f i felt like i had to more so than i than i wanted to at least at the frequency that i was doing it and and i had to cut cut really back i really i kind of made the conscious decision to not have a schedule anymore with it and to, to try to cut down to one or two times a week uh, or if I'm feeling exceptionally like I want to do something or there's something interesting to do it then because because I want to because I yeah, I was feeling that same thing. I was feeling kind of burnt out. Um, yeah, I, I, I can totally understand that. But it seemed like you really you really you really got out of that. And, and I was like, yeah, I was like, maybe she's got some insight. <laughs> 
Well, and we all know, like, when we, like, let ourselves completely burn out from a situation, it takes that much longer to, like, get back into it, if at ever at all. So it's better to step back before you get completely burned out so that you're able to, like, make small steps in progress to get back to that. Or, like you said, like, maybe five times a week is just too much and I need to cut back to two times a week or just, like, special occasions and stuff like that. Like, it's totally okay to do that. And I have realized that. And, um, yeah, thank you for asking, Blaine. That's very kind of you, considering this is your show and this is I'm supposed to be interviewing you. Oh, so, no. you know, You know, I don't do well with the, the, the whole interview interviewee type of thing i just like to have conversations with great people oh i love you so much do you want to check out the comments and see what everybody's saying yeah yeah i feel like you guys uh in the comments there you should be asking the questions here um i i'm seeing a lot of love for you sunshine oh thank you guys i love all of you so much and uh do, 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 do. I see Dana Wilson out there. I see Mama Cantu. Um, uh, Megan is saying she's muted and then she disappeared. Where are you, Lindsay? You have, where's Lindsay? She's like the invisible woman. She is, she is. I'm going to, uh, give me one second. I'm going to try to expand this so I can see the, keep up with the comments better. Okay. But I don't, there might be an issue. You guys, I love all of you so much. Kelly Henderson and, in the uh, house. What's up, girl? I see Dana Wilson. There might be an issue. Guys, I love all of you going. so much. Kelly Henderson. There we go. I think I think I fixed it. Yay! All right. So now I can hang out with you guys in the comments because, um, because that's always much much better. What's up, Lens? Are is your volume working now? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, it is perfect. Good. How are you guys? Good. What have you been up to today, ma'am? Oh, all kinds of fun stuff. Working. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, we're glad that you've joined us here today. Um, I'm going to go ahead. We are in the middle of asking questions. Why don't you drop a question for the um, Blainers over here? All right, Blaine. Um, I do have a question. I came up with questions at work during downtime. Came up with questions. That, so so I would say that you were, you were not working hard. You were hardly working. There wasn't a lot to do today. So... <laughs> It wasn't too bad. First of all, how does it feel to be in the hot seat instead of not in the hot seat? And why are you trying to interview Sunshine? This is not your show. Be well, let me ask ask one question or answer one question and then then answer the other question. Uh, it it feels awesome because uh, it's always good to chat with amazing people. So the the seat is is only warm because I have the whole room warm because I have to keep the snakes warm. But, um, uh, and why am I interviewing Sunshine is, is old habits die hard, I think. I think that's the answer to that. Well, you know, he just kind of took over and that's fine. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I'm not on the like top of my weather. Is that top of the weather? I'm not even making sense at this point. Um, I'm a little under the weather. So it's totally fine. You guys can both take over the show. Um, next, what was the next question, Linz? Um, I was wondering where Cardboard Blaine is. Where Cardboard Blaine is. All right, all right. Give me give me two seconds. You guys talk amongst yourselves. We absolutely will. What is up, Salvador? How are you doing? Um, we have the whole fam in the house. We have Mar Hill. And Mar Hill, I've not talked to you at 4 a.m. in the morning, and it's been a while, so I expect a phone call soon, sir. 
Uh, Kelly Henderson just learned you have a pig and a dog. Yes, ma'am, I sure do. I got a 200 pound pig, a mini pig, and a 12 pound Mexican hairless. Yes. Oh my God, is that a real life? Like, is that a real cutout of yourself? Oh. So what's the backstory on this, Blaine? Wow. Oh my. So do not adjust your television sets. I am now in stereo. So what's the backstory on cardboard Blaine? I have no idea. I have, I have no idea either. I literally walked into my house one day and it scared the shit out of me. And I jumped back because I was just staring at myself when I opened the door. And I don't know why that happened. Maybe someone can shed some light on, on that. Why was there a giant me staring me in the face when I got home from tour, Lindsay? It may have had something to do with the OG coffee club. Nice. So, Brian, <laughs> do, you, do you sleep with said cardboard cutout at night? Uh, no, it's fragile. Oh, floppy. He's real floppy there. He's, I actually had to take a, a nail file and tape it to the back of the guitar neck because it started. Yeah. For all you in the comments, you, uh, feel free to, you know, let, let her rip in there. Let her <laughs> rip. Uh, Dawn says, am I the only one that noticed Blaine's pit looked like the dude from Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, my my the cardboard cutout can or, you expand on that don the cardboard cutout or, or what pick um my my profile pick he has a lot of picks i mean there's so many picks there's profile picks there's stage picks there's tour picks there's glamour shot picks have you guys seen his glamour shots Those are there's, there's dillinger guitar pins too picks yeah i love it, I love it. <laughs> um of vodka Megan says, Blaine, talk about your Ohio days. Talk about my Ohio days. So my Ohio days, actually, um, yeah, I spent the first 30 years of my life, because I'm old, uh, in Ohio. And uh, uh, basically, I was in a small town called Findlay, Ohio, uh, up by the border of Michigan, about just about an hour south of Michigan. And uh, <clears throat> I... Uh, basically tried to play in, in as many different bands and projects as I could. I've always known kind of what I wanted to do since I was like 10, but doing it <laughs> was much, much harder. A lot of people, you know, uh, don't know what they want to do. Uh, and that holds them back because they're trying to figure themselves out. I, I had myself figured out. I just didn't know how to achieve my, my goals, which took a good 20 years from when I figured out what I wanted to do. But um, yeah, so I played in a, a bunch of different bands. Uh, for a while in my 20s, I was playing in a lot of cover bands. So I played bass in like a 80s metal slash hard rock uh, cover band. I played uh, guitar in like an acoustic um, uh, classic rock and pop um, duo. I played... Um, in two other uh, uh, like pop pop rock cover bands, um, I played in uh, various jazz bands. Which when you're playing in jazz bands, they're all 
technically cover bands, right? For the most part, um, just really awesome cover bands because you improv over and make the tune your own, but you're playing standards, right? For the yeah, most part. Yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, so uh, just playing as much as I, I, I had a, uh, had a jazz fusion trio for a while. Um, I had a, um, I was playing in a, like some regionally uh, successful bands, um, uh, one by the name of Shrub, one by the name of Jacob Freely. Um, I was playing in, I played with an orchestra for a season, Ooh. Uh, playing nylon string guitar. Um, yeah, just basically I was, I was running the gamut of trying to play just about anything that I could play in any situation that I could play in to, to get experience and to, to learn and to grow as a musician. So I always look at my Ohio time. I, I went to school for music and I went to Ohio State University, the Ohio State University uh, for anyone who goes there so they don't get mad at me. Um, and like I, I, I basically just immersed myself into into music and into just about everything except for reggae, which is pretty ironic. So how did you transition from Ohio in a billion bands to California in Hyrie? Uh, uh, it was a process. Uh, honestly, it was, uh, I, I started, I was playing in this like pop rock slash alt country band, uh, called Jacob Freely and the mixtape bandits. And, uh, uh, they were regionally su successful. Like we were in around Ohio in the big cities. We were doing shows where and uh, where we're selling, uh, you know, eight hundred to a thousand tickets. And then as as we went farther and farther out, obviously uh, less and less draw. But uh, we threw like two festivals uh, over the past few years. We um, did all this cool stuff. But then then the band kind of imploded a little bit, and it was kind of two brothers who ran the band. One of them started doing basically uh, his own cover band, which I also played in. And then the other one started uh, trying to run everything by himself. And then he ended up uh, ended up eventually going the family route, which is cool, too. But uh, I had gotten a call and I was in in one of my classes or between classes. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. Good. Good for you. I hope everything goes well. And uh, then I put out a, this. Uh, or then I saw an ad on Craigslist, um, which is a reoccurring theme in my life, uh, <laughs> for this guy who is into hip hop and also into reggae, but mostly into hip hop. And he's like, hey, man, I need a producer to, to help me write a bunch of songs and, and to, to put out an album. And he was like a software engineer. And I was like, I, I answered the, the, the Craigslist ad and he happened to have a bunch of buddies who were fans of the old band that I played with. So we got together started writing a bunch of stuff and that turned into shrub and then um uh by the time i hit was it 29 i want to say it was 29 when i was 29 then uh we had been doing the shrub we put out an album we started recording on a second album things were going all right pretty pretty good uh as far as that goes but i decided that i was like i really really wanted to do what I wanted to do. And I felt like I couldn't do that in Ohio. So I basically told the, told the guys like, Hey, I'm going to move to California. And if you guys uh, want to join me, that'd be awesome. And if you, if you don't, um, that's totally cool too. You know, give them a, a I want to say about four or five month window. And then uh, uh, they stayed back 
I moved to uh, to San Francisco. Uh, got back on Craigslist, found an ad for another reggae band. I was looking for a guitarist, so I hit them up. Uh, that was the band Clear Conscience, and they had heard of the stuff that I had done with Shrub, and uh, did the audition, and uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, you're in, you're in." So I started playing with them, and then we played like Cali Roots, and we would play like uh shows with ian young and and periodic shows and it was it was a lot of fun but the guys were like very um they didn't play a lot they were just content with kind of playing around playing some shows here and there which is totally cool but i still wanted to play more so because uh of the shows we played with ian young um found I, I started following all of Ian's um, stuff on Facebook this is me following stuff uh, on on Facebook and one of the bands that I followed of Ian's was uh, you know that he produced was Hyrie and then I saw a Facebook post one day saying hey uh, we need a guitarist for about two months as a sub so I sent in an audition video and then they didn't respond so I sent a second one because <laughs> persistence is key yeah and then uh luckily uh their trombone player andrew amazing guy you guys all know andrew he's incredible um he had played a couple shows as ian's trombonist and um was like oh yeah you should definitely give this guy a you know a shot so i drove down from san francisco to san diego to do the audition um and they're like you sure you want to do this man uh you like you live very far away and i'm like yeah let's do it let's do it so I started driving down for shows, driving down for rehearsals. Eventually, I, I started taking the train because it was easier and just staying down for, you know, weeks at a time. And then they eventually asked me on tour and then they they, they haven't fired me yet. So I'm, I'm happy about that. But that's the uh, the long story of of the uh, getting from some random, you know, Ohio cover bands to um, to being able to to you know tour and do what I love and stuff. Very cool. Hey, Linz, can you turn the volume up on your microphone at all? Uh, you guys, thank you all for hanging out with us. We got Roy in the building from Corpus Christi. We got Tammy. We got Paul. We got Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy wants to know: Did you play in Cincinnati at all? I did play in Cincinnati a few times. Uh, there was a spot. I'm. I hope I'm not confusing this with another venue. There's a spot called uh, Frog and Peach uh, that I used to play with my jazz funk fusion band back in the day, which was super cool. And then uh, we just, on the Dirty Head Sublime with Rome tour, we just played uh, technically, so Cincinnati is kind of cut by the Ohio River, and everything on the south side of the Ohio River is, is technically Kentucky, and it's Newport, Kentucky, but it's basically all the greater Cincinnati area. So we played uh, Newport. It might have been the Mad Frog, Jeremy. Um, uh, or Mad Frog, been like I think, is San Luis Obispo. Oh, frog and peach mm -hmm. i can hear you now lindsay good okay good yeah okay yeah uh um i i'm i'm so blessed that i've played so many venues that it it gets a little um confusing to remember them all and some of them have won over some of them have changed names uh, sure so you mentioned that you used to take the train from san francisco to san diego you must have an epic train story to share with us um 
Epic train story. Um, I don't have a lot of epic train stories. I can I... share mine. Remember when I went to go visit you? This is the first and only time that I've even taken a train. And me and Tadpole are on the train. And there is a damn train fight, like a full-on train fight. And the one guy is chasing the other guy. Like, security comes out, takes one guy away. I got most of it on video. Um, so you must have experienced something at least like that. You know, I, I probably rode the train like a hundred times and I, I never had really any incidents uh, like that. It was, it I was just attract these things. I feel like it, well, I, think, I mean, I think there's some magnetism there sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I think it has to do with a lot of things. There might've been a bunch of stuff going on and I might've been, I might be glossing over the memories, but uh, like, I would just literally get on on the train and and basically dick around on my phone for like eight hours because there's nothing else to do. The one weird thing is that like taking the train down, there's one direct route from the Bay Area down to San Diego. And if you caught the right train, you could take it uh, and you never have to change 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 trains or get off or anything. But the other route which was generally cheaper and happened more often is you'd have to take the train to Bakersfield and then you'd have to take the train or then you'd have to take a bus to LA and then you'd have to take the train from LA to San Diego. So wow. I would, I would have like two bags worth of stuff, my amp, my guitar, my pedal board. And I'm like trying to lug all this stuff from the train to the bus or from my house to the train, then from the train to the bus, then from the bus, to the train then uh into whoever you know swooped me up from from san diego that was that was a a, a pain that was a those were some uh dedic de those were you know dedication rounds i guess well and that's what i'm saying you got to be dedicated like this shit did not just fall in your lap and this is like a constant on my show i get to interview a lot of amazing performers and they've put a lot of hard work, um, time into their craft. And, you know, sometimes you're at the right place at the right time, but a lot of it comes with all the hard work that you put into getting there. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And, and I tell a lot of people this, uh, because a lot of people ask me, um, like, uh, people, people see me, uh, in a, in a place and, and a, one, they, they kind of assume that that means success. Uh, but success is kind of different to everybody. Right? right. And, and so for, for people who are aspiring to do that, I, I always tell them a couple of different things. Like my, my luck was just from literally saying yes to everything that I could feasibly say yes to and trying every Avenue. So for the, the one successful thing that I did, which wasn't until I was 30, um, there were a hundred 200 other things that had fallen apart, but I kept saying yes. And I didn't give up and I didn't stop. And, and the other thing is like, uh, there are a million guitar players. I could, I could probably walk out the street and, and, and flick somebody in the nose and they're probably a guitar player. Um, yeah. and, and honestly, uh, if I did it two or three times, uh, at least half of them would be better than me. So, uh, for me, it's just a matter of being able to be, um, uh, 
a nice person, uh, a person who's not driven by ego, who, who doesn't think that they're the, the greatest thing to ever walk the earth, who like can get along with other people relatively and who can who can, you know, be a team player. Uh, and I feel like that goes just as far as as raw talent and being prepared. That, I guess that would be the third thing. Like I walk into an audition and I know all the songs. I've picked up new stuff. I send an audition tape. I send a second audition tape because I want to show people that I'm going above and beyond. Whereas a lot of people may be like, oh, I'm good enough. I'll just wing it. And, and, yeah. and people want someone who puts in the effort. If, 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 uh, if I want you for a project, I want to know that you care about my, my project. Rather than like, ah, just show up and just rely on my talent to get me through. Yeah. Uh, that that can happen, but <laughs> it's 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 pretty rare. Um, I I feel like uh, people who care and prep uh, do better than people who just rely on the talent. Uh, and if people who are talented also do that, then it there's no there's no ceiling to how far they can go. I think absolutely you guys we got sammy ramona just joking sammy ramon in the chat <laughs> i saw his bass drum the other day Lynn had posted a clip um uh what band does sammy play with sammy is the drummer for skylar loops oh he also skylar. does he's got his own project too he does okay. his own stuff and so nice. and i i didn't see the a so i thought it was sammy ramona and i thought it was like the coolest but sammy ramona is a really fucking cool name too so happy birthday sammy thanks for hanging out with us happy birthday this this glass of wine is is in your honor <laughs> if, listen if anybody wants to jump in on the zoom and ask Blaine a question let me know i'll drop the link the more the merrier um dude i have just been having such a good time watching you on tour you know tuning in on your lives when you're like in these little coffee shops or like with your bandmates and you guys always just seem to have such great chemistry can you tell us the importance of having bandmates that you actually get along with and that you can you know trust how important that is um when you're in in a you know, a big band like Kyrie? It's it's literally the most important thing, especially uh, when when your band is is, is um, mixed gendered, if you will. So like everybody has to be able to look out for everybody else. And you, you, you almost have to treat your your your. Um, you know, you, you, you have to be you have to be friends. You have to, you have to interact. You have to socialize. You have to, um, be a, a, a unit, even if, you know, there's money involved now, obviously with, with stuff and, and, and people need to get paid and, and, and life needs to happen. And it's also a business, but, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, if you're in a job that you hate, it's going to turn you into a bitter person. And in the, the music industry, that that doesn't that doesn't generally last too long you know what i mean um but if you're if you're surrounded in any job where you can get along with the people and everyone's on the same team and on the same page and has this uh, you know similar goals then then that's that makes all the difference in a world that's that's and and yeah those things are much just as important as talent. I don't want to say they're more important than talent, but I've seen 
great bands as units comprised of individual musicians who may not be great musicians, but they still get farther on their on their artistic expression and and their ability to to share their art with people than people who may be much more talented but much much harder to work with absolutely uh lindsay next question that kind of led into one of the questions i was thinking about earlier it's pretty palpable when you watch hyrie perform i've only been able to see able to see hyrie perform twice live but it's absolutely obvious that you guys put in so much work and so much energy into the performance and you guys are more cohesive i think than any band i've seen live and i know you personally i know how much of a hard worker you are and i'm wondering if that's kind of the common theme obviously there's talent involved massive amounts of talent but i'm wondering if everybody really is putting that much energy and time and effort into into your guys's performance and your and your yeah art. yeah so uh you're you're absolutely right. I mean, literally, we're we're prepping our next show is is Cali Roots, and I have a a, a thread right now going on in my WhatsApp with the uh, the rest of the band, and uh, and even our sound guy, and there are probably I don't know five hundred messages <laughs> um just in like here's here's set list ideas here's what we want to do for this song here's something i mocked up for this song here's here's the uh, uh what kind of additional you know surprises and and guests should we have and 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 how should we how should we this is all before even rehearsal i uh i literally had to to uh to forcefully make myself not look at every single message that happens. I have to do them in batches uh, <laughs> because otherwise I would spend my entire day um, doing that. So what we're doing is we're in planning stages. We're doing all this stuff. Then we're going to all kind of run through the stuff and work on it. Then uh, because we're all, we're more scattered now, we show up like a week before we we ran out of rehearsal. I like to talk with my hands. I, I noticed that. Yeah, and, I like uh, it. It's good. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, and then oh. we're you now we're in the ring. We're ready. Um, but then we uh, then we get together and and rehearsal is just intense. Uh, uh, we'll rehearse uh, generally no less than four hours a day for uh, an entire week straight before uh, a show or run of shows that, you know, is, is coming up. And it's uh, back in the day, we used to have a lockout rehearsal room, I remember, and we would show up five to six days a week and put in six plus hours in the rehearsal studio. I remember Andrew on more than one occasion and Matt on more than one occasion. Uh, no, uh, uh, Joey at the time, who was the drummer. Uh, Matt Matt joined after the lockout, but he, uh, regardless, anyone who came down, they would be like, I'd literally show up. I, I'm sometimes I'd be the first one there because I'd just be coming from from whatever, and uh, Andrew would be like working on keyboard parts and trombone parts with a mattress in the corner, like just kind of stumbling up to uh, to work on stuff. I mean, it's 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 that level of. Uh, dedication with that family and honestly even though matt's the, the the newest member he he might be the hardest worker as well so i've seen him like i've seen him prep for a show practices his, his drums do all of the backing track works and edits play the show get done 
listen to the show, make all the edits and, and stuff for the next show. Like the, this, these people are machines. And honestly, uh, that's my other secret is I always try to join bands where, uh, everyone is better than me at something so that I'm always learning. And, and Hyrie is the ultimate example uh, of that. Every day I learn something new from somebody in that band, and it's incredible. Damn it, damn it, Blaine. Uh, Blaine, with all the good advice tonight, guys, thank you all for hanging out with me, Lindsay, and Blaine. If you guys have any questions, drop them in the comments. What's up, Reyes Cisneros from Taos, New Mexico, one of my most favorite places on the planet. Um, Everybody is saying happy birthday, Sammy. We love you. Uh, Roxanne wants to know, what is your latest health tip? I love this question, Roxanne. Thank you for asking. Uh, my latest health tip. Yeah, so anyone who knows me uh, knows that I'm always trying to be slightly better person than I was the day before. And I like I like to be able to share that with, with anyone who, who asks because I, I feel like we're all in this together. And, and if we all, you know, share what works for us, we can all be the best version of ourselves. Uh, and yeah, my latest health tip is <laughs> uh, honestly, it's, it's, it's been back to square one on the, on the physical health tip. So I, I went through a good period, uh, from like 2019 to like, uh, basically 2021 where I was, I was in really good shape. I had a really good regimen going on. I felt really healthy. I felt really on top of it. I would drag band members to the gym every morning. I'd find the nearest planet fitness to whatever city we were in and I'd get an Uber and we'd all split it and we'd go and we'd work out and then we'd come back to the hotel and get ready and play a show. Um, but lately I've, I've definitely fallen off of that. Uh, that that kind of path and only within the past couple weeks have i been like all right blaine get up do something just do something and but that that was the original piece of advice that got me going in the first place i would show up to the gym and i'd be on the elliptical uh and then i'd go to the next day to the gym and i'd be on the elliptical and i do that but i'd show up every day and just being on the elliptical for about three months with barely doing any other type of workouts i i dropped about 30 pounds felt much better like it just was literally showing up now after that pat kind of ish area i kind of plateaued so then i adjusted my workout routine and i was doing more resistance training and i was able to better utilize my my time and my schedule so that i and i eventually ended up uh shedding like another 30 pounds and felt really good in my skin um how did you have 60 pounds to lose, Blaine? I don't believe you. I feel like you're exaggerating. Oh, right here. All right here. It's kind of coming back though. It's, 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 uh, uh, but like it's, it, but that very first rule of just literally showing up every day for yourself, uh, that's, that's back where I'm at again. I was like, oh, come on, Blaine, do one push up, go for a run, do something, you lazy piece of shit. Okay, now we won't let you make talk yourself like that on the Sunshine Show. Okay, okay. What's up, Sean Azzy in the house? Uh, Tammy Gutierrez says, you guys kill it and work so hard. Um, I'm sure she's referring to not only you, but Hyrie. Paul says he's in great shape for a pair. Does that count? That absolutely counts, uh, Paul. I was going to call you pair. 
Paul, of course. Uh, we love all shapes here on the Sunshine Show. Uh, yeah. I save lives, baby. So just, I, I do want to clarify, uh, this is my personal journey that I'm talking about. And, and when I'm on myself, I'm on myself because I want to be comfortable in my skin, not because uh, of other reasons. And, and if someone is comfortable in their skin, wherever they are, that's, that's perfect. Um, you should be comfortable being yourself, uh, physically, mentally, uh, socially. That's, that's the goal. And if you're not happy with it yourself, then, you know, get on yourself to change it, but don't change it for other people. Don't do anything for anyone, but, but for you. And don't be so hard on yourself. You are beautiful. Don't ever forget that. Oh my God, you guys, we have a guest. We have the one again, singer songwriter, the most fabulous, phenomenal, the most Bowie of them all. What is up Megan Richardson? I, this is totally the Blaine show. I didn't want to steal anyone's thunder, but no, this is better. This is I'm better. Procrastinating. Speaking of being such a hardworking musician, I really need to be rehearsing, but like I'm in a very disorganized space. This is like day before gig bullshit happening everywhere. And I'd rather ask Blaine questions. Yes. I love this so much. Thank you for joining us. Please ask away girl. Can, can, can I just, I just real quick? Um, this is awesome. This is uh, just being in, in, in a room with uh, uh, um, extremely um, uh, uh, comp confident, amazing um, uh, females uh, is really cool. Yeah, exactly. Because like uh, you guys are so uh, not represented in enough in, in, in our scene or in any scene and, and, it's been kind of one of my personal missions to, uh, you know, uh, help elevate, um, help elevate that, that side of, of music because there really needs to be more of that. So, so thank you guys, all of you just for, for, for taking that, those steps out. And that makes me happy. For sure. Male dominated industry, my ass. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, girl? What have you been up to? Oh, nothing. Um, just prepping for all my summer shows. I come out of hibernation. Like, I feel like in the winter, I'm really hunkered down in the studio. And then, like, this is about the time when I'm, like, like I was at Guitar Center all day just prepping for gigs and events coming up. So getting some travel things in order. And I don't know. You know how it is. Oh, I'm so excited for all your new music you're about to drop. I'm excited too. I have one coming out on Friday, May 6th. So be on the lookout. Oh God. Do you have a pre-save link we can drop in the comments? I do. I do. It's on my page somewhere. Um, I'll pull it up in a bit. All right. But well, Blaine, I was wondering, like, because you, of all the musicians I know, you're the one like killing it the most with the touring and like doing it big time. So like, all the different musicians that I work with, they all kind of tour or gig on different levels. And I noticed that like some musicians seem to do fine with it. Like they do fine with the late nights and the gig after gig after gig and traveling from one city to the next and um, sleeping God knows where and the whole, all of the stuff that comes with it, they seem to do fine with it. And then I noticed like other musicians kind of struggle with it and it's not really their thing. And 
then people are constantly, like we talked about, reassessing and finding that balance and figuring out what works for them. So like, was there ever a time that you felt like that kind of lifestyle wasn't for you and you had to kind of learn how to be really good at that and roll with it? Or do you feel like it just came naturally and because you love the music, you just did it? Yeah, that's a that's a really great question, actually. Um, yeah, so uh, with me personally, I I've wanted to play as much as humanly possible for as long as I can remember. So when I was back in Ohio, when we were talking about the Ohio days, I would play not only it wasn't one band at the time. So the, all of these projects I was talking about, they were happening simultaneously because I couldn't find one project or one artist that I could play with that was playing enough. So I'm like, what is this? A free Monday? What? Why aren't we? Why aren't we out? What, what are we doing? And then, uh, like, uh, it wasn't until I joined Hyrie where we were playing 140 plus shows a year, where I was like, all right, this is all I really need to do. And 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 I think it it, it all boils down to finding people who want the same things musically as you want. And there's no one path to su success. There's no like you're on tour so you're a better musician or or whatever it's it's all it, it all has to do with with For what sure. kind of uh avenues that you have available and what you want to do uh i i know a couple of people who i've played with in the past who are now doing um doing like killing it doing uh music for uh commercials or music in in uh, for video games or or music That's and all these videos. other yeah all these Get other a license and you're golden exactly exactly <laughs> and 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 that's what they want because they want to raise their family and they want to do i i have other people in like songwriting tanks in nashville that are old friends of mine who didn't want to gig anymore so now they spend eight hours a day with with 10 other people writing fucking 30 songs a day and that's that's better for them uh, but for me it just happened to be one of those things is like i want to tour i want to i want to see the world i want to see uh all of my scattered family and friends all over the place i i want to i want to live that life and i'm blessed that that you know avenue eventually pre presented itself but it's not for everybody i recommend everyone try it Go out for for a month. Go out for two months with a band that, of people that you care about, and and get that experience. And then you can be like, "Do I like this? Do I not like this?" You know what I mean? Uh, but it's it's by no means uh, by no means the only path to success in the music industry. And I think people people should understand that more. Um, that there's a place for for um, whatever whatever path you choose within within that uh that realm i talk a lot i'm sorry guys oh, no. sorry, sorry in the like comments it's <laughs> very, very thorough answer thank you very much sammy ramon just dropped his whole schedule in the comments it looks like you had a very very busy week sammy ramon i hope you get the rest you need to uh start all over again tomorrow yeah, I'm going to like this comment real quick. Like, okay. Uh, Megan, so, so speaking of that, I'm going to turn this around. Oh, because, uh, <laughs> what, what, where is, where are you finding the, the greatest balance? Cause I know like, uh, anyone who knows me knows that, that, that I don't have any, any children or, or anything div dividing me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm living basically the life that I want to live. Um, and a lot of people have a different 
mix and a different balance. Do you find yourself, Megan, in in the place uh, or the or the avenue, or are are you struggling to balance the two, or or where where are you sitting? I think. So I struggle being present in general, just like ADHD person. Um, so like when it comes to my kids, um, that's just like a struggle in general, musician or not. But like, I do find myself a lot of times like, oh, I should be doing the dishes or prepping their lunches for tomorrow. And I'm like, just in the music room, like working on music stuff. So I, I definitely like, I, I don't think I'm doing great with balance. But it's not like ruining my life. I don't know. I I feel like I'm still figuring it out. I when I started, like I've always been a working musician. But when I really decided, like I'm not getting any younger, and I'm gonna take this a little more seriously. And it was 2020, like it was during lockdown, and all my music friends were not on tour, and they were in the studio. And I'm like, why would I not use this opportunity to start creating music? So I did. And then I was like, I'm going to take my solo career a little more seriously and say yes to some opportunities for a while so that I don't regret anything one day. And my kids at that point were like starting to be a little more independent. Like I wasn't, I didn't have like a baby on the boob anymore. Like they were actually like kind of off playing on their own and I could get some things done. So um, now they're five and three, they'll be six and four at the end of the summer and I don't know. I'm not really sure. I feel like I'm in the weeds a little bit and in a year or so I'll know I'll have a better balance. So I don't think I'm doing a great job, but you got I find time, as long as I plan everything out, like if I'm like to their dad, if I'm like, Hey, I have to go to Texas and do these shows in May. Like, can you take off work and hang with the kids for like Friday through Tuesday? And he'll be like, yeah. And if that works out, then it works out. And if and if not, I'm sure there's going to be times I have to say no. I haven't yet. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Do you do you find yourself wanting to play more live? Or do you find yourself wanting to just create more? Or do you find yourself in in, in the mix? Like, I if, if you had this ideal scenario of what you wanted to do as a musician, what would that be? Like, to throw my kids on a bus and homeschool them. <laughs> like, let's go. That's, yeah, I would I would love awesome. that. That's exactly what uh uh Trish Hyrie did uh with Beja. Beja has been on the road uh more than some of the musicians uh who are on the road. She, that girl has been on literally on tour since she was like 6. That's awesome, dude. I'm all about Partridge family. Like I homeschooled Lucas um through middle school and it was amazing. I took him to all the national parks. He like got a junior ranger badge, like from a lot of like, maybe like 24 or 30 like parks is really fun. And um, if anybody can do it, I highly suggest it. Um, especially now it's just like the world's such a crazy place. You know, you just never know. Why not? Why not just try it? Hell um, yeah. We got Kaylin in the chat. What is up, Kaylin? Love you, girl. We got Jessica Harper. What's up, girlfriend? Everybody go and pre-save Megan Richardson's new single, The Right Way. I went ahead and pinned that comment, so it is at the top if you guys have any problem finding it. Um, awesome. So my next question actually goes to Lindsay. So you guys both brought up COVID in the last couple minutes here. And I'm kind of a newcomer into the scene, like right as COVID hit. 
and I'm wondering what your kind of your perspective on what changed in the last three years of all the bullshit that we've had to deal with because from like a fan's perspective and from a supporter's perspective the veil kind of dropped between there was like a separation between you know the fans and the supporters and the musicians and especially with coffee with blaine and with the sunshine show like that's where i kind of like it's like holy shit this is like a whole new world and it really it it closed that gap to where the supporters and the fans can really connect and and interact and it's really changed the game as far as a lot of things from our perspective and i just kind of want to know your guys's perspective as musicians and artists yeah who wants to take that first oh go for, go for it megan i want to i'd love to hear actually more uh, i don't know i kind of feel like i teeter that line between fan and musician i think i still have like imposter syndrome a little bit so <laughs> i was hoping blaine would take that one he probably knows better than me because he's in the, in the venues say, and stuff more but i'd say blaine is definitely the most qualified out of the three of us so yeah blainers go ahead and take this one Blainers, i love it that's what that's what andrew calls me all the time uh uh so <laughs> you're, you're talking about imposter syndrome and honestly the the more success that Hyrie has, the more I suffer from imposter sy syndrome. It's 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 crazy. Not you. I, the, the more people that 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 I talk to, the more I'm like, man, I don't belong here. These people are gonna find out I'm a fucking fraud. I'm a sham. No, I'm serious though. Like, and 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 I I feel like that has to do with whatever my personality type is or whatever, and and the struggles that I've had along the way. And, and I always take a very stern and, and hard look at my, myself while always giving everyone else kind of the benefit of the doubt, if that makes sense. And I feel like that general personality trait, you throw somebody into any moderate level of success and that's, that's kind of how they're going to feel. Um, but as, as far as, as COVID and, and affecting stuff, um, it's, it's been it's been a uh, it's been a blessing in disguise because I was able to look at a lot of the things that I never really had time to look at before because we were playing like 140 plus shows a year, wow. and I uh, yeah <laughs> right, and uh, I I was like I was like all right so what am I doing where are my shortcomings where 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 am I not getting creatively fulfilled. Um, cause when you're, when you're playing, uh, for, for one artist over and over and over again, even if that artist is amazing, which in, in my case it is, even if that artist is very open to letting you, uh, uh, scratch a lot of those creative issue itches and like, uh, be, you know, think outside the box, if you will. Um, you still have certain ideas that like. You, you don't get to explore certain emotions that you may not get to explore certain creative uh, things that you, you, you don't get to explore. And um, <clears throat> I feel like being kind of forcibly stuck at home uh, at first was like a whole mind mind shift. But then afterwards, after that whole, like, ah, um, kind of let up, it was like, all right, so what am I doing? What do I want to do? What, what can I explore? How can I, how can I, um, make my, how can I use this as an opportunity to, uh, make, 
make myself a better person, more in the image that I want to be in, right? As, as the person that I want to see myself as. And uh, <clears throat> combine that with a little bit of uh, government money and a lot of time, like it was, uh, it was, it was a really good opportunity for me to, to connect with people on a more personal level, explore a lot of the, the issues that I was having with my own personal mental uh, capacity of, of, you know, I basically put all of that on hold when I, when I started touring and because you can't, you can't really uh, explore a lot of that stuff. If, if your schedule is like, wake up in a new city, figure out how to do all this stuff, go to bed, wake up in the next city. You know what I mean? You're, you're constantly just your, your, your whole existence is, is semi planned out for you. And uh, you have no personal space. You have no time, especially when we're in the van. Like, there's, there's fucking there's assholes to elbows, as they say. Um, who says that? People in Ohio. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So for me, it was it was an opportunity to explore myself. Like, I picked up new instruments. Um, uh, a lot of you know that I, I started badly playing the trumpet and it's been amazing and I love that experience. I've been building up my studio. I've been able to work with other artists in radically different situations, we each being one of them, which is uh, Megan and I's uh, common thread, as they say. Uh, uh, another one, Island Asylum, which is like this cross between stick figure and corn, which I freaking love. Oh, that uh, is a great combination. I thought you said right? corn. I was like, what? Yes, yes. No, no. <laughs> Stick figure uh, times porn. Okay, you heard it here first on the Sunshine Shout. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah, that's that's my personal experience. Uh, what about what about you, uh, Sunshine? Uh, we haven't we haven't asked you any of these questions. Oh well, this is the Blaine Show, not the Sunshine Show. But I will just say that yeah, it definitely gave me an avenue to sort of reconnect with the fans and not being able to actually like play shows um that's why i started the podcast was um yeah i was just going through a difficult time and i needed a new avenue because i've always expressed my feelings on the stage that's why i always got all my emotions out um and when you don't have that in your life you have to find a, an alternate um you know something else and this is what I figured out I would do. And it's worked out really nice. And I've met so many amazing people and I've been able to like play on different projects and it's just been a real godsend, um, the whole like pandemic. Like, you you know, there's really good things that came out of it as well, I think. Heck yeah, yeah, I love that. And yeah, yeah, we got we got the opportunity to, uh, to work on, on some music together, which I'm very thankful for. Megan and I have worked on some music. And Lindsay stole all my microphones. So we all have some connection here. <laughs> hey, Blaine, you want to talk to the chat or what's going on? You got some people in there saying, what's up? Oh, let's, yeah, let's, let's. Speaking uh, of well, some gigs being back on and live music being a thing, I do have a show tomorrow during the day and I have to go prepare for it and rehearse and be a good girl. So I'm well, going to roll out. But, but promote girl, Megan. Yeah, tell us, tell us about your show. So, oh, it's just like a little daytime gig at noon at Finley Market here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, nice. So it's like a little outdoor. It might rain. It might end up getting canceled. I don't really know. But I love playing like um, they have me in a rotation kind of where I play Finley Market, which is this big, awesome, amazing foodie heaven. Um, and then 
like Fountain Square in downtown and then Wash Park, which is like by Music Hall. So I kind of am in that rotation in the summer and it's super fun. So tomorrow's my first gig of the year. Woohoo! Come down to Finley Market if you're in Cincy. All right, I'm going to go rehearse. Have fun, guys. Um, okay, guys. Sorry, I'm having like te technical difficulties real quick, but I love you so much, I'm Megan. Sorry. Thank you. I love you. you. Uh oh. Wow. Just you and me, Lindsay. Sorry, so, awkward silence happens. Let me, let me, let me ask you a question, Lindsay. So, so when we met, no, 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 um, no. you had this overarching goal of of wanting to to. Uh, become a, a podcaster. You wanted to share your experiences, your life stories, the struggles that you've been going on with. And, and a lot of the things that you've been doing have been building to that as your creative outlet. And now fast forward a little bit later and, and you've uh, <clears throat> linked up with, with, with Sunshine, I, I think first as a friend, obviously. And then um, now you're, now you're, you're kind of, you're kind of doing it. How, do, how does that feel? You've been doing it all week, uh, like co-interviewing all of these things. You've been preparing all these questions. You've been working really, really hard uh, uh, to, because I, I feel like this is, you know, something you ultimately want to want to pursue as a creative endeavor to, you know, uh, feel fulfilled. How is it feeling to be kind of on on a podcast doing some interviews doing the the, the legwork what's what's that like it's a lot less nerve-wracking than i thought it was going to be i think i held myself back for way too long with the uh with the anxiety of actually just like kind of jumping in head first i think this is an excellent way to kind of get my feet wet and learn what i want to do with my podcast i've been researching podcasting for probably 12 years i've had uh you know, probably five or six different ideas. And then kind of when I, when I found my home, so to speak with you guys, um, two years ago, like my, my life drastically changed and kind of making these connections with the music world is really what like kind of blossomed this idea. Like here's this, this plan and this concept that I've always wanted. And now here's this kind of passion that I've been able to find. And to be able to put those two together with with my uh, Rocksteady idea with Rocksteady Collective, and that's what the podcast is going to be under. It just kind of made so much sense. Where it was like, okay, this is what I've been preparing for for the last you know eight to ten years, and now I have the opportunity to kind of just jump in head first. And uh, I don't know. I think I instead of second guessing myself constantly, with the advice of uh, good friends like you and Sunshine, I've kind of learned to just trust my instincts and trust, you know, what I'm doing and, and not second guess everything and not overthink and not overanalyze. So I'm just, I'm going to have fun with it and keep going. Heck yeah. I, I, I love that. It's, it's, it's really cool to see you, um, uh, be able to kind of take that step on and, and to do it in, in a way where, where there's, there's already kind of an audience, uh, there's already a topic, you, you know, you can ease yourself into it. And that's exactly what I did, you know, uh, musically, I, I, I found, found other people that I could, that I could learn from and, and grow with, and then eventually, you know, branch out and do, do individual stuff. What, what is your, what is your kind of ultimate podcast goal as far as um, that goes? Cause I know interviewing musicians and, and doing a music show is cool, but I, I, I remember you saying you had, 
had more uh, in-depth personal goals uh, for your podcasting? I do. Um, I want to be she Joe Rogan, <laughs> which is a really fucking high bar. Um, but I, I like the conversational, like I, I have learned, you know, doing these three co-host episodes with Sunshine, I've kind of learned, okay, this is what I like. Like when we get into these kind of more deeper conversations, I fucking love talking. Like I'll talk your fucking ear off once I know you. That's what I want to do. So I'm, I'm kind of, <laughs> I just want to branch out from music is my passion. Music has saved my life in the last two years. Music has given me the friendships and the family that I have. Music has given me my boyfriend. Music has given me fucking everything in the last two years. So that that's, that's where, kind of where my number one passion is, but then learning so much about the industry and learning so much about what goes on behind the scenes, learning so much about the supporters, learning so much about just the community as a whole. There's so much more to music than the musicians. And there's so much more to the music than there is the song that you hear on Spotify. So that's kind of a convoluted concept, but really just kind of digging into the backstories of everybody. That's all I fucking, I want to drink wine and, and talk to people and drink coffee and talk to people. That's what I've done my entire life. That's, that's my hobby. <laughs> so if I can do that in front of people and, and get people interested, then fuck yeah. Oh yeah. I am so excited. I cannot wait for you to start your podcast and I've been here and will be here 100% the whole way through your journey. And whoever has not joined Rocksteady Collective, I will drop that link in the comments. Make sure to join today. That's Lindsay's brainchild. And you have done a lot of good things with Rocksteady. Tell us a little bit about it. Rocksteady came to me literally at two o'clock in the morning in San Luis Obispo. I had gone to a record store and I hadn't been to a record store. This was like kind of in the middle of COVID. I hadn't been to a record store since I lived in the Bay area. And I, and I had this vision <laughs> of like that one bill or the one like a uh, board outside the record store the one fucking light pole that had like all the rave like info like you know this is the password and here's all the shit and here's the show that's going on i wanted to do that like have that that you know bulletin board full of random musical shit online and i still haven't done 90 percent of what i actually want to do with rocksteady but i i for whatever reason had rocksteady collective in my head at two o'clock in the morning I think I videoed the right, uh, voice memo you on my way back from San Luis Obispo. I was like, hey, I have this idea. <laughs> You're like, I fucking like it. And I started it. it took way too long to get it going. Um, a friend of mine, Andrew Torres, actually kind of blew it up after, uh, I don't know, after just kind of getting to know each other over dumb internet shit that I pull and get bands for. Um, we became friends and he invited a bunch of people and it kind of spiraled out. And I have like a thousand members now. I have plans that I keep saying, like, just like hang out for a little bit longer and I'm going to do some shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a podcast and it's going to be a website and it's going to be an archive. It's going to be a lot of things. Dude, we all have your back 100%. Um, we are here for it, dude. So anything you need, you know, you can always reach out to any of us in the community. We got your back. Uh, Sean, as he says, so I've been on all three of the episodes you've been on. I didn't even know. Happy for you, Lindsay. Thank you, Sean. Fucking A. So Blaine, tell us what is going on in your life right now? What are the projects you're working on? What are the singles you're about to drop? I, uh, four, one, one. 
Heck yeah. I, I, I found a comment here uh, before that. I just want to I want to shout out this content, if I can find it, this comment. Um, oh, no. Where is it at? Where is you it have at? Now ah, here it is. Show. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy Hill. Uh, you, I feel like this is just an open-ended comment to everybody. You should start jujitsu and smoke DMT. Oh, just as general life advice. I feel like that is, that's, uh, Joe Rogan life advice. I think that's what that is. Oh, (laughs) there we go. Now I see the link. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Um... I agree. But do you have to do that in that order? Like, would it be wildly different if you learn jujitsu and then smoke dmt or you smoke dmt and then tried to learn jujitsu i think one of those things is not possible so or are you supposed to smoke it while you're doing jujitsu is that what you said already that's that's yeah. good yeah, simultaneously i think yeah. that's um, the only way so actually daniel's been asking a few questions and i haven't even answered one so before we talk about what you're releasing next and how we can support you and all the good stuff let's answer these few questions because the people need to know blainers um all right not only the measurements but we have questions okay okay is there a variable that is more concerning that you've got to pay attention to as you go through tour aka bad managers promoters that don't understand the art uh that's i i think i i think i get the uh i think i get the gist of that um i feel like you you have to realize that that everybody in in the industry for the most part is is looking out for themselves um which is not a bad thing i I feel like um people equate that to a bad thing but it's not if you go through life if if blaine goes through life and and like he goes to the grocery store or tries to pay his cable bill or like rents an apartment like i'm i'm looking out for me right i want to make sure that i don't get screwed uh, ideally, I want to create a win-win scenario when I can, right? But when it comes to art and artists, you have you have all of these people who are all looking out for themselves. No one wants to get screwed. No one wants to be taken advantage of. But sometimes, in in with negative experiences, uh, they can they can draw harder lines in the sand. They can they can uh, push for what they know is a proven success record rather than trying something new when it comes to the artistic and creative side they can there's all of these different sometimes people are just assholes right uh but but if if you understand that people are are looking out for themselves and you need to look out for yourself too uh then you can then you can go about navigating the music industry and trying to create win-win scenarios if someone's trying to force you into doing something that that feels uh very very wrong like there you know you're not stuck in that you don't don't let someone strong arm you because they know the the only way to do things or whatever uh don't don't let someone take advantage of you and realize that they're not necessarily looking out for your best interest as a person sometimes people are like oh man we're gonna play fucking 30 shows in 28 days and and like 
yeah, if you're a booking agency, you're like, hell yeah, yeah, get them out there. But like that doesn't do a lot for your mental health, your sanity, your your vocals, your your whatever. Sure. Your sleep, right? So it, it's about coming up with the compromises uh, that that you're able to still uh, create those win-win scenarios. And that's that's what I would say when it comes to the art. Make sure that that there's a benefit in it for you and that there's a benefit in it for the other person. And if you can consistently do that in, in the different avenues, then, then you're going to have a much better time than if you're only looking at your benefit or if you're only doing what other people say because they know better. Sure, absolutely. That is great advice. Thank you. Um, next question. I'd like to ask y'all how you feel about posting your real life versus the idea of being the reality Joe Rogan. I think that's one's for you, Lindsay. Um, I'm a chronic oversharer and I'm a chronic uh, I'm just really transparent and I feel like uh, for a lot of a lot of my life I was apologetic over that and I felt like that was wrong and it does rub people the wrong way I think people think that I'm dramatic or you know asking for pity or there's any number of things that can be people can kind of glean from that um, but like I said earlier I like fucking talking it helps me it's super cathartic um, and in kind of sharing the stuff that I've been through with with the with the abusive marriage and with the death of my mom and with the, you know, all the shit that's been kind of going on in my life. I know for a fact that I've helped some people. So I try to keep it as real as possible. I mean, I know I have a smart ass, a smart ass mentality on Facebook. It's very true. It's very true to me. Um, I, I, I'm me and sometimes I'm quiet in real life, but all of the weird shit that I put on Facebook is in my head. <laughs> all right, we're here for it, you guys. If you do not know who Lindsay is, go follow her today. She is a hoot, a whole hoot. Uh, <laughs> um, awesome, you guys. Any more questions for Blaine? Drop them in the comments. We're having a great time. I think we've gone a little bit over an hour. I have no idea. Um, it's the medication. I think we're at like an hour and a half. Oh, an hour and a half with Blaine and Lindsay in Tennessee. What, what about you, uh, Sunshine? You, you, you share a lot uh, about your, uh, your life and your... I mean, career. I do to a point. Um, you know, it just depends. Like, I definitely, it's a rosy picture. You know what I mean? I definitely don't, unless I'm, like, really either <laughs> intoxicated. That never happens. Um, where I might like accidentally slip and post something a little too personal. I don't really like to do that. Um, just because there's some things I do like to keep private, you know, or try my best to. So, you know, uh, not to say I'd never start a YouTube channel and just like Kardashian it out, you know, and just follow myself around with like fucking GoPros on sticks and, you know, me and my pig all day long, all fucking day long. Um, okay, I hope I answered that question for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, Paul says, life is easier when you're straightforward and honest, no need to keep track of the lies that have been told. I love that, Paul, that is beautiful, well said. Um, I absolutely agree. I am having a great time with everybody. Um, if you don't know about Coffee with Blaine, 
uh, Blaine has a live stream. He does what two to three times a week. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it, it varies. I've gone as much as seven days a week, and I've gone as little as one or two days a week. Yeah, um, definitely follow Blaine. He's an amazing guitarist, producer, fucking songwriter, the whole nine yards. Um, definitely follow Lindsay for all the goods. Um, so tell me, what is next, Blaine? Are you going back on the road? I mean, when are you fucking dropping the singles? When does the fucking dance video come out? I want to know all the details. I'm practicing. Um, <laughs> yeah, sunshine. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, uh, musically speaking, uh, there's... There's... Um, a lot going on. So, uh, Cali Roots is coming up. Hyrule will be playing that. And then after Cali Roots, we're headed to Red Rocks to play with Stick Figure and the Movement and the Elevators, I think. And then right after that, we're doing like three shows, I think, with Stephen Marley um, as direct support. And then we have a bunch of festivals over the summer. And then uh, the fall is probably going to get really lit. There's going to be a new Hyrule album coming out. Um, which is I'm really excited for. And then in addition to the Hyrie stuff, uh, uh, over the next 12 months, we're dropping like 12 more singles from Weege, which I'll be uh, uh, playing uh, a lot of the guitar on. And then I think there's 10 or more singles dropping at about a monthly rate for Island Asylum as well, which I'm doing a lot of the guitars on and a lot of the bass on actually as well, which is kind of cool. And then there's... Um, uh, I got a couple singles in the works with Rebecca Arscott, uh, which should be uh, dropping here this summer. I also have three or four shows or three or four uh, tracks with Doa's Daydream that I'm working on writing right now that should drop over the course of the, the summer and the fall as well. And uh, a couple more tunes uh, with... Um, uh gabba groove um that i did uh with uh, uh, andrew mckee producing um yeah so there's been a lot of a lot of music that i've been uh writing and creating and 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 sharing and at some point i'll have the next dillinger's hired gun single uh <laughs> coming out Oh my God. How do you find enough time in the day? I mean, I know like today you woke up and you'll go to sleep playing music. I know you eat, sleep, breathe music. I mean, how do you find the time to do other things? Uh, honestly, that's a great question because lately I've been really struggling with that. I've been having like mini panic attacks at like 3 a.m. and I'll run down and I'll write like a whiteboard's worth of to-do list for the next day. Oh my God. And I won't be able to sleep until I write it all down. Because if I don't, then it'll circle through my head and I won't get any sleep and then I'll forget it all in the morning and then I won't be able to, 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 to function. And, and so, uh, I don't know. I, I, I have this constant fear and dread and anxiety about, falling behind uh and and i it it's it's at a certain point lately it's it's been like 
that's been my motivation, which isn't a good motivation, but it is a motivation nonetheless. But normally when I'm more on top of it, I'm, I'm doing it because I, I really enjoy what I do and I just want to do as much of it as possible. Oh, that, I mean, that is just the most honest answer I think I've ever heard. And uh, you are a very, very humble man, Mr. Blaine Dillinger, I must say that. Um, you're so kind-hearted and just an amazing human being. And thank you for taking an hour and a half out of your day to hang out with me, Linz, everybody at home, the whole fucking fan band is here for you. Oh, it's, it's awesome. This, this actually, this isn't taking time out of my day. This is my day to be able to, to, to hang out with, with very awesome people who have, who have a, a similar creative mindset is everything to me. So thank you. And thank you guys out there for, for hanging out and, uh, putting out, uh, putting up with all my, uh, um, uh, those noises. Thank and you. And all the that. hands. Hey, Vogue, what's all Vogue? Okay. I love this about us. What? <laughs> Everybody at home, are you voguing too? <laughs> um, you guys, I love you all so much. Everybody watching on Facebook, everybody listening on the podcast, on YouTube, you guys are amazing. I couldn't do this without you. Um, I won't be back for a few days. I am very sick and I'm trying to get over whatever the hell I have. So I couldn't miss tonight though. Um, but just thank you guys all so much. I know I missed a bunch of questions, but hopefully Blaine will be able to go back through and answer them for you. If not, just hit up his DMs, you know? Yeah, just slide slide on in, guys. Slide on into them DMs. Um, last question. Oh, shit. Actually, I have two. Um, I have to ask you the dinner question. If you could throw um, a dinner party for any five musicians, dead or alive, who would those musicians be and what would you serve? <sighs> I, I would probably the the introvert in me says if I invite five dead people, then then I can have dinner by myself. <laughs> Is that the wrong? I don't, I don't think we're talking corpses, Blaine. No, no, no. I'm not. I, no, 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 no. Not in Gein style. But if I send out the invitation <laughs> and it comes back return to sender, then, like I, I only have to cook. Chicken, oh and, chicken and rice for me, right? That's chicken and rice. Is this like <laughs> cooking for your dinner party? <laughs> I'm just messing around. Honestly, <laughs> I, I've been so blessed to have so, uh, so many amazing meals uh, with with genuine people that I I look up to, um, and uh, at 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 this stage, I mean anybody that i can have a great conversation with and 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 i can i can uh kind of vibe with over dinner is 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 my ideal candidate for someone to have dinner with and and you know i i would assume that probably at least a quarter of the people that i'd really say i'd want to have dinner with just because they're amazing musicians are probably not the type of people who would a want to talk to me and b have have any any and and might be assholes so i i i will let the the mystique of having amazing musicians you know i want to idolize their their style and and cop their licks but uh i just want to have you know i just want to spend my time with with good people 
Okay, well, there you go. Kaylin um, said it right. She says that's a very Blaine answer. Yes, ma'am. Um, okay, so you're not going to give us the satisfaction of even naming one person. I'll put this party together for you. It shall be you, me, Lindsay, Kaylin, and let's throw in somebody real funky. Oh, Dawn. That's a real party, you guys, right there. And I think we'll wow. have Ethiopian food. I, uh, I am down for that. So, uh, my favorite type of food, and this would probably influence who, who came to my dinner party, is I, I really love Indian and Himalayan cuisine. Indian what? Or, and or Himalayan cuisine. They're kind of like overlapping, right? Um, so, it would, somebody who likes some spice. That's, that's who I need at my dinner party. Right here? This yeah. Yeah. This is your girl right here. I like it real spicy. All right, last question, and we're getting the book out of here. Uh, what's your best piece of advice, man? Either for life, for struggling musicians, just whatever you got, give it to us good. Try again tomorrow. Every day at the end of my day, that's what I tell myself. Oh, Blaine, I love that. That's good. I'm going to put that on my wall and I'm going to read it every morning and I'm going to say, damn it, sunshine, when I go to sleep, sad at night, try again tomorrow. I love that so much. And I love all of you at home. Are there any last words before we get out of here? Lindsay or Blainers or whatever. You want to read comments? What you want to do? What do we got? Samosas. Ooh, I <laughs> yeah, love samosas. Oh, heck yeah. Um... You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Sunshine. Thank you so much for uh, for joining, Lindsay. And and you guys just, uh, you guys made my whole night. Oh, Blaine, you made our night. I really I'm really. i in love with you, apparently, because he never does this. He's trying to pull my wig off. He's trying to embarrass me. <laughs> Stop it, Tadpole. <laughs> wow. um, all right, guys. I love you all. We will see you soon. Until next time, make sure that you're kind. You never know the struggles that people around you are facing. Try to keep a smile on your face and be safe. It's a real dangerous world out there. On three, let's say bye, everybody. One, two, three. Bye. bye. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>